the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, filling in for Bruce Hooley. Hey, are you getting married and uh, looking for a spot yet this year? Or maybe it's in 2024 or 2025. You need to check out the LegacyOnPossumRun.com. That is the LegacyOnPossumRun.com. They have three uniquely beautiful spaces, totaling 20,000 square feet, all under one roof. When you go to the website, pricing is right there for you, so there's no hassle, no haggle, no questions. You can also see the, the beautiful spaces. Check the calendar to see what dates are available and book a tour. Find out why Ohioans are raving about this beautiful location for your ideal wedding. It is the LegacyOnPossumRun.com. Your legacy begins here. All right. Joining me on the phone line is the Bob France of Always Right Radio. Bob, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this morning? Jack, good to be back. How are you? I am super fantastic, man. There's a lot going on this week, and I can't wait to get your take on several of the topics we've already discussed. I am ready to go. Fire away. All right. Let's do, I'll start here. Uh, I think we maybe hinted at this before, but Donald Trump's team made no bones about it today. They said the, the debates have to stop. So I'm going to ask you, should the RNC stop future debates and consolidate money and focus and uh, focus and, and and really gear up for the general election. One hundred percent, no, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, it's just the opposite. Donald Trump's team ought to be apologizing for not having their candidate at the first two debates, and he should absolutely be at the third one in Miami. This is absurd. The notion that we are, do not have a primary process in this country is 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 laughable. Um, the reality is, we don't know whether or not he will be able to serve as our nominee or our president. He's facing 91 different charges. Now, let me, of course, state the obvious. They're all bogus. They're all ridiculous. They're all politically motivated. This is an absolute joke and banana republic type stuff to put him up on all of these charges. That's reality. That's the truth. And I'm as livid about it as anybody else. But they're doing it. And because they're doing it, what are the odds of him going 91 and 0? On all of those, all of, all of those charges he's facing, hmm. facing left-wing juries in left-wing jurisdictions with left-wing prosecutors being overseen by left-wing judges, he's not going 91 and 0. He's going to be convicted of some of the felonies. It's a joke. It's terrible. He shouldn't be, but he will be because it's a corrupt system. So, considering that fact, Jack, the reality is there are a lot of people who have stated flat out, particularly centrists and moderates, they will not cast a vote for a convicted felon. They can't do it and they won't do it, which means he may not be, you know, he may not have a path to victory in a general election. He's not going to win Arizona. He's not going to win Georgia. He may not win Wisconsin. He certainly won't win, win Michigan, maybe not Pennsylvania. The most important battleground states are going to be filled with people who are not going to vote for a convicted felon. We absolutely need to know what our other options are in the event that he is not the nominee or cannot or should not be the nominee. So rather than 
than just saying, let's cancel them all because I don't want to be in the debate. He needs to be in the debates and he needs to answer questions. He needs to explain things. He needs to, he needs to answer for some of his shifting positions. He used to be unabashedly pro-life and now he's bashing states like Ohio. He didn't say Ohio. He said Florida because he was taking a shot at DeSantis right. that have um, heartbeat laws. Saying the heartbeat laws, which of course kick in around the fifth or sixth week of pregnancy when a heartbeat is detected, he said it's a terrible, no good, uh, uh, you know, a terrible mistake to sign those kinds of laws. So you know, there's a, there are millions of pro-lifers in America right now who are very disillusioned by that. He needs to answer that on a debate stage. So, no, I am absolutely not in favor of anything close to just well, let's cancel the whole doggone thing and rally everybody around, uh, you know, one guy who may not be able to serve. So I, thank you for taking that vehement position. Uh, I I can see both angles, but I absolutely see what you're saying. I think it's important to point out that he might be up nine points on Biden head to head. Actually, if you look at real clear politics today, it, it it's showing a dead heat. Uh, he might be up with. Oh, yeah. That, that ABC News Washington Post post poll was it was an outlier. Everybody knows it. That, I mean, that's insane to 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 establish entire party strategy and, you know, think about canceling primaries because he's plus nine on Biden in one poll, one Washington Post, ABC News poll. No, that's an outlier and everybody knows it. Now, he is up 50 plus in the primary, depending on who you source. So he does have a wide lead. Do you think that that gap narrows uh and do you think it has everything to do with what you just said about the, about the cases that he's now involved in? Well, yeah, I think we need to have primaries, Jack. I think we need to have caucuses and primaries and let people state by state answer those questions rather than just polls. I mean, look, the overwhelming number of people who are voting in those polls are the, are, are the only Trumpers. And, and, and I think only Trumpism is as dangerous as never Trumpism. I think we have to be ready and willing to support the nominee. That's what I'm going to do. If that nominee is Donald Trump, I will go 100 miles an hour to support him, to campaign for him, and to try to stop the further destruction of this country by left-wingers, left-wing globalists who have nothing but but um, nefarious goals in mind for the United States. If Donald Trump can save us from that, then I will do everything I can for him. Um, but the reality is, I don't know if that's how everybody else feels. The only Trumpers are answering these polls. The only Trumpers have them up plus 50. I mean, I saw a guy on YouTube yesterday asked about this. He said, Donald, this is a quote, Jack. Donald Trump could murder somebody on the steps of the White House, and I would not change my position on for him. This is very, very dangerous stuff. Yep. And if these are the kinds of people answering polls, like I said, I want this party and this country to have options. I think that uh, – great point, and I think that is probably the same type of mindset attributed to the 23 percent of uh, people who responded that Joe Biden's border policy is, is okay. Uh, there are there are crazy people on both sides. And I say crazy. Uh, maybe are. I shouldn't use there that are. term. But and so then there's this middle ground. Right. And, and so this is a good segue. I believe I could be wrong, but I believe that what Trump is doing with his abortion position is trying to appeal to the center. That being said, there's this other outlier. There's this other character. His name is Robert F. Kennedy, Jr. And he seems to me to be telegraphing that he's going to announce he's going to run as an independent. If he does, yeah. does that help Trump? Does it help Biden? I have a strong opinion on this, but what do you think? Well, here's what RFK thinks. He actually said it in a video when he announced, you know, he's going to have a big announcement coming up here later this week, or I think it's October 9th or something. Everybody knows what it is. It is going to run as an independent. He was asked about it, or he commented on it and said he knows it's going to take more votes against uh, away from Trump than it will Biden. 
um, which, you know, maybe, maybe there's, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. I know there are a lot of Democrats who would like an option other than Biden and they're mad that they can't get RFK up uh, in a primary situation against him. The Democrat party won't allow it, the DNC. So if he goes independent, you could see some Democrats saying, you know, they're disaffected by Biden. They're, they're, they're sick of the, you know, the Biden Kamala show, the fact that he's old and she's dumb and, and the whole nine yards. But he even says, RFK does, he knows it's going to hurt Trump more. And I think it will, because too many of Trump's policies, particularly on things, you know, like, um, you know, moderate positions on COVID as opposed to radical positions, you know, uh, RFK is much more of a, he's not an anti-vaxxer, but he's a let's let's get proof before we go and jam things into millions of people's arms kinds of things. You know, those are, those are, that is much more in line with Trump voters than with Democrat voters who want everybody to do it. So he's probably right. He'll probably hurt Trump more than he will hurt Biden in the uh, in a general election if he is a, a viable third party candidate. Yeah. And I think there are some independents or uh, I don't know, libertarians who, who probably still scoff at the seven trillion dollars that Trump okayed uh, during the, the covid fiasco. And so I, I agree with you. I tend to agree that that uh, RFK Jr. being in the race as an independent. Well, that was a portion of it, just to be clear. It wasn't $7 trillion on COVID. I mean, the, uh, True. the seven seven dollars increase in the national debt under Trump's years was over four years. I believe it was around $2 million of that, or I'm sorry, $2 trillion of that, uh, or 2 to $3 was, contribu- was attributable solely to COVID. But, uh, but the rest of that was on other policies and other spending decisions. So we've got about a minute and a half here. I want to pivot to issue one. And I know you were busy earlier. You were on air. But I read, I read a postcard uh, that our producer received. For, it's a handwritten postcard from you know, one of these uh, activists who is saying, hey, you need to vote. You need to vote yes on issue one to end Ohio's abortion ban and to give others the freedom to make personal medical decisions. This is the message, right? And uh, it's blatantly false. Uh, What are you hearing on the street? And do you think that there's a path forward to defeat this radical amendment? Well, there is, uh, but it's going to take a lot. And it's going to take all of us. And it's going to take all of us bringing somebody to the polls with us. It's going to take a massive turnout for no on issue one and issue two, since since we're talking about it, uh, in early voting. It's going to take a massive turnout. We cannot continue to do what we always do, which is let them bank votes uh, for 30 days and then say, no, I promise I'll be there on Election Day. And then something happens. And then your car doesn't start or you're held over work late or you show up and the, the machines aren't working on Election Day. But all of the ones that were banked for 30 days got banked. We have to stop sacrificing that early time and make sure that everybody gets out there to vote. And as far as, you know, their, their argument or whatever was on that flyer, did you see the video? It's a meme video. It's on TikTok and Instagram and everywhere else of the two little, of the little kid. Little kid has an adult put $10,000 down in front of him on one side of the table and two Oreo cookies on the other side and said, which one do you choose? And the little kid chooses the Oreos because little kids are dumb. Little kids don't understand the gravity of choices that they make. That's Kid right. chooses two Oreos over $10,000, should not be allowed to choose whether or not he wants to be a boy or a girl. In uh, and, and, and a 9 or 10 or 11 or 12 or 13 or 14-year-old girl who finds themselves, and I shouldn't say 9, but you understand my point, adolescent yep. girls who find themselves under 18 and unwanted pregnancies are not Cannot in the right decide. frame of mind, or are they mature enough to make those decisions? Welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, sitting in for Bruce Hooley, and uh, just received confirmation that tomorrow 
at uh, 1235. I'll be joined by Auditor of State Keith Faber. We're going to talk about issue one. And we're going to talk about the Democrats who voted for the new legislative maps that determine the lines for state Senate districts and state House districts. They voted for it, voted for both maps. But now they're calling the process gerrymandered. So we're going to talk with him about that as well. Uh, I think you could probably guess his position on issue one, as most sane people who understand what's written into the proposed amendment would. Um, And I want to remind you that uh, 73% of Americans believe that there should be a restriction on abortion below 15 weeks. Right now in Ohio, you can abort up to 20 weeks. So this blatant lie that there's a ban on abortion in Ohio is just disgusting, but it keeps uh, being perpetrated. So we know that the proposed amendment would allow abortion up to birth for matters of convenience, and it would allow minors to transition genders and end pregnancies without parental involvement. The disgusting part is the groups who favor this amendment, like the ACLU and Planned Parenthood and uh, all the other, you know, groups that are named something that sounds really benign. Uh, they, if you look at their social media feeds, they tell you that abortion rights and gender affirming care go hand in glove. So they want to pretend like they're disconnected on this issue, though. It, it has nothing to do with the kids. It has everything to do with the kids. Uh, let's take a little trip around uh, the, the world today. Uh, news-wise, looking at real clear politics, the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, the race, uh, before the race, if you will, Trump at 61, DeSantis 13, Haley 7, Ramaswamy 7, Pence 5, Chris Donald Duck Christie at 3, Tim Scott at 1, Burgum, business guy, had some great answers in the last debate, by the way, is at 1. And uh, poor Asa Hutchinson is a a zero. Trump is up 48 points. Now, the general election, if DeSantis somehow threw a Hail Mary, it was caught, he scored the nomination, he's trailing Biden by three points right now. Isn't that an interesting turnabout? Trump and Biden head-to-head, they're in a dead heat. They're locked at uh, 43-43. to It's pretty interesting. The jobs, job openings and uh, labor turnover report, I think it's called JOLTS, uh, is is a significant report that people have been waiting on. And I'm trying to discern what in the world it means. Uh, looking at it, it, it shows that there's a an increase to about 9.6 million uh, in, in openings, job openings. And uh, I think you can add to that about another 200,000 based on what I'm reading here. So the number of job openings increased to 9.6 million on the last business day of August. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics reported over the month, the number of hires and total separations changed little at 5.9 million hires and 5.7 million separations. So 200,000 is added to that. So that's what, 9.8 million openings? I think they, they, economists, were estimating 8.8 million. So that's about a million higher than expected. But here's the interesting part. When you look at separations, meaning people exiting jobs, 
layoffs and discharges accounted for 1.7 million. Quits, 3.6 million. So almost, uh, I would say three times, but uh, certainly double. Um, double the amount of people quit than were laid off or discharged. Why does that matter? Well, in this market, in this labor market, it seems to me that if you quit, you're probably leaving a job at 10 to go get one at 12 or leaving one at, who am I kidding, at 10. Fast food joints are paying like 18 bucks an hour now or 17. Uh, you, you leave a job at 17 to, to go get 22. Well, when that new company is, is paying you, that's an additional expense. That's an outlay. And uh, that's, that's an inflated wage comparatively. So if 3.6 million people have quit, that to me indicates that people are leaving jobs for higher paying jobs, which creates what some people would call wage push inflation. So the Federal Reserve has raised the interest rate 12 times and uh, currently sit, we sit between 5.25 and 5.5%. So I will be really interested to see how uh, everybody dissects this report, but it seems to me that uh, we, we might still be in some trouble uh, with inflation because people are leaving lower-paying jobs for, for higher-paying jobs. Now, if you're that employee, that feels good to you. Um, but macroeconomically, it seems like that might create little bit of a challenge. What else do we have here? So um, 160 arrests made statewide in a human trafficking crackdown operation. It was called Operation Buyer's Remorse, and it sought to arrest those trying to buy sex and to identify survivors of human trafficking, according to Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost. The operation was led by Ohio Organized Crime Investigations Commission, OOCIC, and lasted from September 25th to September 30th. Those arrested range in age from 17 to 84 and have different backgrounds and occupations, including EMT, nurses, educators, retirees, former law enforcement officers, self-employed individuals, delivery drivers, and others. Law enforcement across Ohio teamed up in a concerted effort to stem the demand that fuels human trafficking, Yo said in a statement. The success of this operation is measured not only by the number of arrests, but also by the resources offered to survivors of human trafficking and the intelligence gathered that will propel long-term investigations forward. And I pray that there was a lot of intelligence gathered that will help uh, identify not only the buyers of this, but the people who are promoting it. Um, so kudos to Dave Yost and the Ohio Attorney General's Office, and the Ohio Organized Crime Investigations Commission for this crackdown. Um, it's unfortunate that these elements exist, uh, but we're grateful that they're being brought to justice. Stay tuned to 98.9 FM, The Answer. On the other side of this break, more on The Bruce Woolley Show. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.